When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. movies that I wound up seeing over the week, and one of them is Shazam, and the other one is a movie that came out on Netflix, and that movie is actually a movie that one of my friends recommended me to uh, check out, and he told me it was really good, the plot twist was really good, and stuff like that, and plus I'm a sucker for uh, movies that Netflix has actually put out. And that movie is Dangerous Lies. So the first movie I want to talk about is Kazam. So this movie came out in 1997 and actually starred the kid that was in the Bronx Tale. And if you don't know what a Bronx Tale is, it's a highly underrated coming of age gangster movie. And as a matter of fact, I have to say I love that movie. I can actually quote that movie over and over again because I really love how Robert De Niro, as a matter of fact, it's actually directed by Robert De Niro and, and also dedicated to Robert De Niro's father. But anyways, if you haven't seen that movie, go ahead and check it out. It's a great coming-of-age movie where this kid has to learn from the streets and also learn from his father. And it's really good. It's a really good movie. So anyways, Kazam. So, I uh, saw Kazam. And I'm going to tell you this. It is just as horrendous as it was when I saw the movie when I was a kid. And this movie came out in 1997, as I mentioned. And it's got the kid named Max. Max is actually trying to find his father. His father ran out on him when he was little. And basically, he's getting bullied. His mom has a new boyfriend, and that comes into the mix. As a matter of fact, that's probably the only good element in this whole entire movie is because of the fact that it actually does pull in your heartstrings on that kind of thing where you can actually relate to Max's feelings about a new guy in his mom's life and he's trying to be there for her and him and trying to be the best uh, boyfriend slash stepfather that he can actually be. And, you know, I really love that part, but as for everything else, it just falls apart. Especially when, once Max winds up, the bullies winds up bullying him to the point where he actually runs away into this alley goes on ahead and he goes into this construction site and he winds up go he winds up going down through the floor and then he winds up accidentally turning a boom box on and then the boom box comes alive uh and out comes a magical genie named kazam and it had shaquille o'neal in it and yeah um it becomes very creepy at that moment because of the fact that you know, after he falls through, Max falls through the floor, he gets up, he goes on ahead, brushes himself off, and he goes about his business. And then here we have Kazam, trying to spy on the kid. He's six foot tall, Shaquille O'Neal. He's about six foot, seven foot tall, trying to blend in onto the streets with his light pole and everything, trying to look like he's not creepy, but he's really creepy at the same time. And 
then he winds up telling, hey, I'm a genie. And the kid's like, okay, give me a Jaguar. And then all of a sudden, he's rhyming. And the rhyming is really bad in this movie, where he's actually trying to rhyme as he's trying to grant this wish. And if you thought that Will Smith was bad in Aladdin, which I really liked Aladdin, you need to go ahead and check out Kazam, because Kazam is just horrendous when it comes down to this whole entire movie. But... You know, I really have to say that this was not one of the best movies that I've seen at all back in 1997. And then he's also... Another thing that Shaquille O'Neal does is the fact that, you know, he tries to convince Max that he's actually a genie. And the one wish that Max actually wishes for is uh, candy falling from the ground... Falling from the sky and pancakes falling. and And so... He gives him every single junk food there is falling from the sky. He's run, he, and matter of fact, his bicycle turns into this CGI type of thing where it looks like there's fire coming from it and everything. It's just really, you know, bad CGI during that time in 1997. But if you actually remember, during this time too, they were actually trying to put sports stars in every single movie thinking that that's what we wanted because of the fact of the success with Space Jam. Yeah, because of what Space Jam was able to do. So they're like, you know what? We're going to go on ahead and put basketball players, baseball players in certain movies. And it might actually be a knockout. Now, in this case and everything, another thing, too, is there's actually another part where Max actually does find his father. And his father's into some underground stuff with the black market. And he even tells Max in the movie... Do not touch this. This is actually black market CDs. I don't know why the black market CDs are there. I don't know what's in the, on the CDs. But hey, they're black market CDs. Do not touch them. And then there's also the part where Kazam is on the stage uh, rapping and everything. While Max is getting the crap beat out of him and everything. And getting cussed out and everything. And it's like, ah, screw you. I'm just going to focus on my music career. If you have a music career. If you can't actually rap. Which you can't. But... It's just one of those horrendous movies that I really can't fathom at why they actually wouldn't make this in 1987, like 1997, other than the fact that they were actually trying to capitalize on basketball players, pro athletes trying to make a career for themselves. Some of them can do it, some of them can't, but we saw that twice with Shaquille O'Neal on how bad it was. Like, for instance, Steel. Steel was another horrible movie that he's actually been in, but... Like I said, that might be a story from another day because it's not like fresh in my mind like Kazam. And, you know, I, as a matter of fact, I even got this confused one time with Shazam because of the um, because of the Kazam and Shazam. But Shazam's a whole much better movie than Kazam is. So, if you haven't checked out Kazam, either you can or you don't have to. That's the wonderful thing. Because it's on Disney+, Plus. you can either choose to stream it or not to stream it. But... Check that out if you want to torture yourself like I did for an hour and 45 minutes of the movie. So, and then uh, another movie that I want to talk about was a movie that my friend ended up recommending me, which is going to be a Netflix movie, like I mentioned, and that is Dangerous Lies. Now, Dangerous Lies, the very beginning of it starts off really strong, where you actually have this boyfriend or husband that's inside this diner, and... He's uh, pretty much having dinner at the diner, waiting for his uh, girlfriend or wife get to get off of work. He winds up saving the day after this robber tries to rob the place and everything, and he becomes a hero. And then 
she she's also a home taker who takes care of this elderly person. This elderly person just happens to be rich, and you know, the elderly person is trying to help her out because she said, you know what, my husband and I were struggling to get on our feet and everything, and we're trying to actually have a family. And it's just hard because of the fact that we're not making it right now because of the because he's in between jobs. He's trying to look for a job. So what does he, she, he do? He writes her out a check for seven million dollars. Not only that, but he but the wife also hires her husband as a gardener, which is actually against the rules of the policies of the caretakers. Uh, the, policy for the care of workers that they're not supposed to hire family and she's trying to keep it undercover and then next thing you know it the next day the the elderly person that she's trying to take care of winds up dying of course she's also has everything logged in uh into the thing too of what medicines he can take what medicines he can't take how much he's taking she actually logged that in and then the dialogue is just horrendous whenever you look at this movie in its entirety. Like I said, those are the only two elements that I can say that I actually enjoyed from seeing this movie, but it just didn't click for me like I wanted it to. Especially whenever they said, oh, there's twists and turns. To me, I saw the twists and turns before it even happened. And if I can actually see how this movie gets played out before the plot twist actually starts happening... To me, it takes me out of the movie because I don't like to know what the plot twist is. I want to actually experience it and everything. And plus, it's like a very paint-by-the-numbers kind of movie. It feels like a Lifetime movie. And by a Lifetime movie, I mean the dialogue is really cheesy. It is just one of those movies that you just can't really get into. At least for me, I can't get into it. And then there's a... As the, as the movie keeps going and, and stuff like that, as I mentioned with the plot twist, which I'm not even going to get into, but there is a... I am mean, going to mention one little thing, and it's where, you know, there's happens to be over $100 million in the, in the house in cash. So the husband's like, well, you know what? Well, you know what? Uh, th- someone else was just going to go ahead and take it, so I guess we'll go ahead and take it instead. And then they wind up taking the money. Then they get into some trouble with that. Then on top of that, the elderly person also leaves them, leaves the girl at the house. And she cremates the body before they could actually do an autopsy on what was going on. And seeing how he was killed. This does not, I don't, I I just don't get it. It is no common sense at all between her and the husband. By the time you get into the maybe part of the movie, maybe she's using a little bit of common sense, but she's just following her idiot husband all over the place, okay, I guess I'll go ahead and I'll take the money, and then here he's going, well, you know what, maybe we should just go on ahead and get some cell phones and get some peace, you dumbass, you're, get this, you're getting cell phones and everything, it makes you guys look like you're guilty, and therefore they're doing a full investigation on you, to make it look like that you maybe have something to do with the, uh, the resident that she killed make it look like that she was the one who did it or you did it you dummy but yeah that's why I didn't really care for this it was like no common sense in this whole entire movie I did not care for this movie at all I love Netflix's movies when it comes down to the originality behind them and stuff like that like Extraction then we also had that other movie uh, with Mark Wahlberg that came out that was really good that kind of had like that 90's feel to it and everything and 
then this movie comes out is a whole new monster. When I mean a whole new monster, there's a whole lot of stupidity to go along with it that I just don't understand why I, I, I just don't it just boggles me on how stupid and idiotic this is oh this is a new hundred million dollars in here I guess I'll just go on ahead and take it you are so stupid and then the girl's like okay I'll go on ahead and do it I, I just can't I, I just can't fathom it I, I just can't get into it it's just not for me but if you had a good time watching this film, I'm not knocking you if you enjoyed it or whatever. But for me, the dialogue was horrendous. The whole entire thing was a lack of common sense between the characters. The plot twist didn't even matter to me because I could actually see it a mile away. It's, it just wasn't happening for me. This movie just felt flat. And it just, I felt like it also didn't know what it wanted to be because of the fact that it goes into the whole entire thing where all of a sudden he finds the husband finds diamonds and he's like well somebody else was going to take the diamonds so we might as well take the diamonds too and like i said idiotic idiotic see you gotta love it and it's best and i like i said it's not that great of a movie i'm sorry i'm ranting but if you haven't if you have seen this let me know what you guys think because for me i just didn't like it at all I wanted to like it. I only liked the, maybe the first half of the film. And then after that, it just fell flat. But tell me what you guys think. Send me out a voicemail message about that. If you like Kazam, and I'm not knocking you if you do, or anything like that. Send me out a voicemail message and tell me what you guys think about that. Because I really have to say, that was probably one of the other worst movies that I've actually tortured myself during this week. And I also forgot to mention too, Shaq also takes a shower in front of Max and everything so it's like a real awkward genie taking a shower in front of a kid so anyways tell me what you guys think hit that subscribe button share this uh audio podcast with anybody and everybody that you see and until next time bye bye